the servant of the Lord. In the last few months, weeks, and even days, we've had people come to the Newman Center to express their desire to volunteer, which is pretty beautiful. They say, what can I do to help? Or other people see a need and say, hey, I can can help you. Uh, Point in, yeah, one example would be all the people who helped shovel the sidewalk this morning, and I'm very grateful for. And what's cool about that is when we serve, we discover the joy of serving. I remember when I was in high school and then in college, I volunteered with a youth group, and there'd be other things too, like, hey, we need help. This person needs help moving. And I'm like, sure, you know? And, and I discovered the joy of serving, that when you, when you spend yourself and make a difference, it's so rewarding. That, that our hearts, that the Second Vatican Council says that man finds himself in this sincere gift of self, that we actually find ourselves. We find meaning as we give of ourselves. When we, when we live for ourselves first, that's all we get is ourselves, which in the end is pretty shallow and it's not fulfilling. Like when we give ourselves away, like, like Jesus does, he shows us that. And so today, the prophet Isaiah, he's, he's called by God, he's called the servant of the Lord. And he, he accepts this title, and God doesn't want to like, use him, but what does he desire? He desires for the prophet to share his glory. And he says it twice in this reading, the first reading, that through whom I show my glory. That, that he wants his servant, he calls Isaiah so that, so that Isaiah can share in what God is doing and, and share in his glory and in his goodness. And so to serve the Lord is to share in his goodness, to share in his life. And Jesus even says, and elsewhere, he says, I no longer call you slaves or servants, but sons. In our gospel today, Jesus, we hear through about Jesus from John the Baptist, that John the Baptist comes to serve the Lord. And it's interesting that twice he says, I did not know him, which is kind of odd. You're like, weren't you cousins? But... Um, <laughs> He's like, you didn't really know him? But I, I think he, he means something maybe a little different. But at the very least, what I take from that is that he, maybe he didn't know Jesus that well, but, but he still, John the Baptist still put himself at the service of God. Okay, God, you want me to go and baptize people for, the, for repentance, a water baptism? Okay. And you're telling me that God's going to send down his spirit and like, okay, I'll, I'm listening to you, and I will do whatever task you tell me, and it, you're asking me to do this. And actually, what's cool is, as John the Baptist serves the Lord and prepares the way, it actually prepares the way for God to send his Holy Spirit and to do something really beautiful. That, that you and I have the opportunity to share in God doing something really beautiful. And at the end of the gospel, the last line John the Baptist says, now I have seen 
and testify that he is the Son of God. That by, being, by, by looking to God and doing his will, he, he sees God at work. That maybe sometimes we can feel like, I, I can't really see what God's doing in my life. And, and, and so I would suggest to put yourself at the service of others, put yourself at the service of God and serving others, and you will see him at work. I, I remember uh, it was about four years ago or so, I did a, a 30-day silent retreat. They call it the Spiritual Exercises of St. Ignatius. And the first day, there was a little orientation, and it was my priest, spiritual director, myself, and these two seminarians. And he's like, okay, we need to meet and figure out when am I going to meet with each of you each day. And I just sat there, and I kind of just, it just hit me. I was like, wait, 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 hold on a second. And I asked. I said, I said so, hold on. I know how busy priests are. And you're going to give the next 30 days to a priest and two seminarians that you don't even know. And he just looked at me, and he's like, Yes. So, does 9 a.m. work? You know? And, then, <laughs> and I was like, I, it just puzzled me, right? But now, since then, I've offered a lot more spiritual direction, and I get it. That by being willing to walk with somebody in their journey with the Lord, I actually get a front row seat to watching the Lord work. It's beautiful. It actually, I can't always see what God's doing in my life. But I, but I see it in other people's lives, and it just nourishes me and speaks to me. And I think that's what God wants for us. He's, in, he's inviting us to have a front row seat to see what he's doing in the world. And all I have to do is say, all right, Lord, your will be done. John the Baptist makes himself available. He, he trusts the sender of the mission before he, he doesn't have to trust the mission I think sometimes we're, we're so focused on what do I have to do? Like there was a, we're starting right now, if you want to do, there's like Exodus 90 and Fiat 90. And, uh, and one, of this, one of the people was saying, okay, wait, what do I have to do? And, and then they look at what's the particular thing I have to do? Because that's how I'm going to evaluate whether I want to do it or not. And what Jesus is inviting us to do is say, no, no, no. Trust the one who sends us out. Look to him. Don't get focused on the particular mission. And so Mary, the mother of God, is a great witness of this, right? May it be done to me according to your word. That whatever you say, I trust you. I don't trust what you... It's not that I'm trusting in what you say, but I trust in you. And therefore, I trust in what you say and do. And so that's why our psalm today is, can be our own prayer. Here am I, Lord. I come to do your will. I... I may not know what the particular path is, but that's secondary. What's first is saying, here am I, Lord. I come to do your I want to, do, I want to be at your service. And what's cool is when I, when I put God first and I, I seek to serve him, nobody serves our happiness more than God. That, he puts us first. And, and by me putting him first, it, it actually kind of puts me first, you know, but I'm serving him, and it's actually what's best for me. It's for my happiness. About three and a half years ago, there was a young lady who graduated from NAU, and she wanted to serve in some way, and so she applied to a group that goes parish to parish 
hosting youth retreats. And for whatever reason, she wasn't accepted. She's like, well, I have this desire to do that. And then she found out that that same organization has a group in Australia. Okay. So she applied to Australia and she was accepted. And in January of 2020, she flew to Australia. Let me just repeat that date for you. <laughs> in January of 2020, she flew to Australia. Well, two months later, she got a message that said, honey, you better hop on a plane right now to go back to the United States, or we don't know when you're gonna be able to get back home. And she said that in that moment, she's like, well, God called me here. And I don't know what for, but I trust him, and so I'm gonna stay. And so she served for a year, and then a year later passed, and she had the opportunity to serve for a second year. And she's like, yeah, I think, I don't even, I don't even know if she could fly home at that point. And she's like, I feel called to serve, so I'm gonna stay and keep serving. And as she began her second year, she met a young man. But it was interesting because they couldn't, because she was a missionary, she wasn't allowed to date until she finished her time. And so she's like, well, I, God called me here. I'm going to serve, and I'm not going to worry about the relationship. That was a year and a half ago. Two, that was two years ago. And yesterday, in Phoenix, I celebrated her wedding. And for me, it just speaks to when I put myself at the service of the Lord, I actually open myself up to blessing, to glory. That I don't have to even know exactly or understand what he's calling me to do, but, it, but I understand him and his goodness and his generosity. That choosing to be his servant, choosing to do his will, it, it might be the hardest, but would be the best thing we ever do for the world and ourselves.